I'm Jane Hubbard, here with another snippet. At UCLA, Tracy Johnson started a Howard Hughes Medical Institute Pathways to Success program. She was excited to talk about it. Frankly, this just gives me so much joy. Um, we have terrific undergraduates at, at, at UCLA, as, as is the case around the country. And one of the you know, things that made me interested in um, exploring the kind of programs that would ensure student success is, I think, what was a rather startling statistic, which was that there were a lot of students who come to the university excited about studying STEM. Um, then for whatever reason, they switch majors. They leave STEM majors and they don't get STEM degree. They don't leave university. They just don't stay in, in their STEM um, fields. And particularly for students who are coming from underrepresented groups, it was about twice as likely that those students would leave um, STEM degrees. The best prediction of whether that was going to happen was not preparation or anything else. So the question was, how do we create an environment where um, students can be successful and can have the excitement that, um, that they maintain their presence in, uh, in STEM disciplines? And that's where the Pathways to Success program comes in. The main focus of the program was the idea that if you can create an environment in which students um, have a sense of scientific identity as early as their freshman year, there's other data that says that's the best predictor of whether a student is going to stay in STEM, whether they identify as a scientist, whether they see science and the scientific community as their people. And that's what is the motivation to stay. And that's but the program is all centered on it. It's early exposure to research, as early as the very first year, first quarter on campus. Um, there's uh, mentoring, peer mentoring, as well as mentoring between graduate students, undergraduates, postdocs, so mentoring communities, uh, working in a community um, that is uh, focused on academic um, achievement. So these... Uh, scientific learning communities that are built around some of the core courses. And in the end, I think it's been a successful endeavor. You know, almost 100% of the students who participate in the program, who start with an intention to graduate in STEM degrees, I think we're at about 98% graduate with their degrees in, in the sciences and go on to PhDs and MD PhDs and MDs, but I think that sense of scientific identity is the core of the Pathways program. And this leads me back to the importance of yeast in the scientific community. The course that the students in the program take, it's their first exposure to doing research. They do a genetic screen using yeast as a model system and identify suppressors of splicing mutants. Um, needless to say, of course, that's a very interesting topic to me, but, I, but ultimately, you know, the process of discovery, um, I, think it's, I think it gets students hooked. This is really, really very interesting to me, and your success rates does, it says a lot. Um, I'm going to play devil's advocate for a second. Is it possible that the people who participate in the program would have been that 50% who stayed with it? Or are you seeing the numbers actually rise as well? We see. So that's an excellent question. And uh, so what we've done is we've done the analysis. We've matched control students to look at GPAs, propensity to continue in research, 
um, propensity to go into graduate school, et cetera. And when we take all of that into account, it's very clear that having the experience that, that the students are getting in, in the program makes a difference. Um, but I think your question is a really good one, and, it, and it's something that I think about a lot. Now I'm going to put on my other hat, my administrative hat. Um, I think that we should be changing completely the way we teach biology. You know, if we can get students excited about science in their first year, that's what we should be doing. There's no reason to attract fantastic students and not give them the experience that we know is what will help them to be successful. I think about it this way sometimes. If uh, if you have a, a, a child or a young person who loves soccer or football, they love it. You make them memorize all the rules. You may even make them read about famous people who played soccer. You might even let them watch a little bit on TV, but you don't ever let them touch the ball. That would never fly. But that's what we do when we teach science. So I, we have to really rethink the way we approach undergraduate science education and model organisms are a great gateway.